0: This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome, witches and wizards, to another awesome episode of the Holocron or God, not this is not Holocron. Wizard and World <laughs> Lorecast. It is one of them <laughs> weeks. So bear with me. Uh I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, uh, accompanied by Courier, who is one of my co hosts, and we have a third host with us now starting to this week. Nina, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm um, awesome, Courier. Courier, I've, uh, how are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Awesome. So, before we kick off today's topic, um, I do have some questions for Nina for the audience. What got you into the Wizarding World property slash Harry Potter?
1: <laughs> uh probably from the beginning Uh, I read the books when I was in uh, high school it was actually a friend of mine who was super into Harry Potter and she's like you got to read these books I was like okay so I started reading the books and then I started seeing the movies when they were coming out in theaters Um, and uh, I remember when the final book came out and the two parts and like the anticipation behind it I've always enjoyed Harry Potter Uh, I think about yearly i try to watch a movie or so and get going on it but i have a lot of friends who are into it and i'm very much enjoying it
0: yeah i I mean i would i would say most most people who are into the franchise got into it back with like you know middle school high school right Mm -hmm. when the books started coming out and i know it is for me i don't know about anybody else but i i do like a harry potter marathon every holiday Oh heck yeah. <laughs> because it's, like, so fun. it's just a family oh, yeah. I would always I mean the movies originally it was it was weird too because the first two films came out during the summer. Um mm-hmm. Sorcerer Stone, slash Philosopher's Stone, and Chamber of Secrets came out in the summer of the thir thoracical release when Prison Azkaban and Going Forward always came out November time. And since then, like i you know, I've just been watching it every you know November December time, all the films because they're all great. Well, they they're are fun super to watch. Good. Yeah, but um, what house are you?
1: I am Ravenclaw, actually. Okay. Yeah, I at first I wanted to be Gryffindor. I was all like, I want to be Gryffindor, and then I was taking the test, and I'm like, No, Ravenclaw definitely is for me. I do enjoy learning. And I have more of a logic side to me. So okay. it makes sense. Yeah.
0: Because I'm Gryffindor and Courier, if I recall, you're Hufflepuff, right? No, I'm Ravenclaw too. Oh, you're Ravenclaw. Oh, heck oh, yeah. Crap. Yeah. I'm outnumbered now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I'm assuming you're, I mean, I, I've known on the Discord you're playing Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, yes,
1: I am. I am. Uh, I'm not very far in it. I'm like level 19. Uh, <laughs> I'm sort of like. I just got to like a really big part in the story. I don't want to spoil anything yet because I want people still to enjoy it. But uh, I kind of. I play video games kind of slowly, so it'll be a hot minute until I get and really it. And this is the game it. to
0: take things slow because there's Heck, so yeah. much you can oh, yeah. miss. I just <laughs> found out on TikTok there is a shop in Hogsmeade that has three doors. If you walk into it, it's one shop. You walk out, go to another door, it's another shop. It's three different shops in like, this little tiny like box. Well,
1: and it's that. insane.
0: And I was like, oh my uh-huh. god. I, I, I never thought about walking into other shops you couldn't actually buy things at before in Hogsmeade. And I was like, crap, oh, now I have god, to go to through Hogsmeade completely all over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... Uh, let's dive into today's topic. So today's topic, we are going to go over Valentine's Day, since we are recording this on the 15th, not the 14th, but on the 15th week of Valentine's Day. And we also are going to go over love potions, which go hand in hand with the Wizarding World with Valentine's. And we do see this stuff in the books and the films, and it's kind of terrifying <laughs> that what these potions can do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they should have been banned a lot sooner.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Thank God for Hogwarts for at least having the ban yeah. anywhere else is up in the air. But yeah, I mean, to kick it off, Valentine's Day or Saints Valentine's Day is an occasional celebra- uh, an occasion celebrated on February 14th in both the Muggle and the Wizarding World. It is a traditional day on which people express their love for each other, particularly in romantic love, by sending Valentine's cards, presenting flowers, or offering sweets. So, just like, you know, our Valentine's Day in the real world, same exact thing in the wizarding world. But, they do have a little bit more stuff that we don't have. Which is, I don't know, it can be good, it could be bad, depending on the situation. So, Uh, In the 1970s and 80s, uh, during the years of the students at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, sometime between 1975 and 1982, Goodalloy Rockhart craved the attention of his peers, and once his unusual exploits failed to grant him that, he looked to gaunder more dramatic means of getting attention. Uh, One such attempt was sending himself out. 800 valentines causing the breakfast to be cancelled due to the number of owl droppings and feathers in the porridge
1: you have to be pretty narcissistic to want to show that much attention to yourself <laughs>
0: I mean it's yeah. Lockhart I'm honestly when I was looking the stuff up I was not surprised one bit no <laughs> and personally and I'm sorry for people who have a thing for Lockhart I cannot stand his character one bit I absolutely despise him He's just very be- pompous, yeah. I
1: do agree with you. He's not very good. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, why on, like, and honest, like, we all know why he took the de- job for Defense Against the Dark Arts, because no one else would take it, and he just took it just for, you know, publicity, pretty much.
1: hmm
0: And, yep. y- yeah. No. <laughs> no.
1: Not a very good man. I mean, all he's doing is stealing other people's successes
0: oh, God, anyway, goodness. so... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that really worth it? Nope. So, and then in 1988, the Hogwarts professors taught Valentine's Day theme lessons such as Lovebird to Love Note in Transfiguration, the Herbivious Charm in Herbology, and the Atomotinda Potion in Potions. Lockhart came to visit the Hogwarts Valentine's Day that year. And that potion, we will go over during the love potion portion, but it is terrifying.
1: It is super terrifying.
0: Uh, and then 1989, uh, the Valentine's Day Ball was held in the Great Hall. It was organized by Madame Pence and with the help of Mr. Filch with several students. During the Valentine's Day, uh, the Hogwarts Express Railway Authority held an essay writing competition for Hogwarts students to submit essays on love. The event was hosted by... Millicent uh, Bagnon, Jacob's sibling, won the competition. And this is part of Hogwarts Mystery. So this is the mobile game that you can play for free. Uh, there, It's a, it's one of the Valentine's Day events. There's two or three different romance, romance uh, events they have in the game, and this is being one of them. Mm. Mm. Game's a grind. That's all I will say. Yeah, so, uh, I
1: started playing it a long time ago, and I couldn't after all the grinding. I was it's all like, it's ah. just a grind because <laughs>
0: it's all energy-based, and if you don't pay attention to your notifications, you're going to miss out and then have to restart everything over or pay real money, which is probably not the thing you want to do.
1: No, just want to play the game.
0: <laughs> and so now we get to nineteen ninety three. So due to the second opening of the Chamber of Secrets, the atmosphere of the school was tense and gloomy. Good lawyer Lockhart, professor of defense against the Dark Arts at the time, decided to organize a morale booster event to cheer everyone up, being the same vain obnoxious attention seeker that he was back then, his moral boost booster on Valentine's Day was equally annoying with the Great Hall of Hogwarts. Uh, decorated with large l- uh, lurid pink flowers. Go figure. And it just gets worse from here, just saying. <laughs> it just gets bad. Uh heart-shaped confetti was falling out of the pale blue ceiling and Lockhart wearing uh, lurid pink robes <laughs> to match the decorations. He also hired a dozen dwarves wearing golden wings and carrying harps <laughs> to make them look like cupids. <laughs> <So bad. laughs> it is bad like so bad. and yeah. this is obviously, obviously this is all from the books because obviously we don't get this in the film and I kind of wish we did because this is hysterical. hysterical yeah. um, <laughs> so all day long the dwarves kept barging into classes to deliver valentines and became annoyance to the teachers Lockhart's over decoration and insensitivity led the rest of the staff as well as Ron Weasley to be extremely disgusted with it all Lockhart also received a number of valentines that year from fawning students, uh, though Hermione refused to admit whether she, uh, sent him one or not.
1: I promise you she did.
0: Oh, I guarantee she did. And the, so I didn't put this in the show notes, but, uh, Harry got one of those dwarf valentines and I think it was sent by Lockhart specifically. And it, uh the dwarf sung a song that he wrote and it was dreadful i think i remember so this now dreadful. That you're saying okay. it and it's like oh my uh just the audacity for crying out loud it had
1: to be a very like deep song to being sung by a dwarf it had, probably was not fun and the, and the, the, the funny
0: thing too uh speaking about dwarves we don't see dwarves in the films um at all which is interesting because we we know they exist in the wizard world. We never seen a dwarf. We've only seen goblins, which are what we probably could get as close to dwarves on film. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. have yet to see. I'm pretty sure there's no dwarves in um, Hogwarts Legacy either. It's just it's, no. you're mainly dealing with the goblins because the goblin rebellion going on.
1: Right. Yeah. No. Now that you mentioned, it, I don't remember seeing dwarves at all in yeah. any of the movies. Even the Fantastic Beasts, which is... I was about to say, even in the Fantastic Beasts, I don't remember seeing them at all. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
0: But now we get to 1996. So this is the (laughs) awkward year. Um... Harry Potter and Cho Chang shared their first and only kiss in December of 1995 and went into the first and only date on Valentine's Day in 1996 in Hogsmeade. Harry had a great difficulty in picking up courage to ask her out during the first day back to the Christmas holidays. Uh, Pansy Parkinson spotted them, nastily shouting to Cho, I don't think much of your taste. At least Diggory was good looking. Like, ouch. That, that's, yeah, they're what? so
1: mean in high school. Uh, I don't know if you remember dating in yeah. high school. It was terrible. It's, it is terrible. <laughs> you were, you know, it was um, so nasty. Note to self,
0: everybody listening. If you are in high school, don't date in high school. It just ends bad. Mm-hmm. At least mm-hmm. do not date in the same school. Oh. Date people from other schools. Then you don't have oh. the drama. Because <laughs> that's what that's I did. That's fair. I dated all of our all. schools
1: were really fall apart. And so there was no dating... <laughs> From other schools,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. So, because of that, cause this caused an awkward silence for the couples, and Cho to look at her own feet in embarrassment, which obviously that kind of go figures. Yeah. Uh, Harry and Cho also saw large posters with ten pictures of Death Eaters who had escaped Azkaban, including Bellatrix Lestrange. Uh, pass. Uh, Pasted all over shop windows, Cho noted that when Sirius Black had escaped Azkaban in 1993, there was a hundred Dementors patrolling Hogs and Hogwarts, but not a single one was present despite the escape of the Death Eaters, something Harry did not complain about. I mean getting targeted by Dementors as every single time that you like, you know, see one. I don't I don't blame Harry for not seeing one. Now it is dumb that the Ministry never went and, hey, Dementors go after the ten prisoners that escaped it because they're extremely dangerous, but no.
1: No. I think they might have been too worried about being able to control them too because anytime they were ever used, they were like in close vicinity to a powerful witch or wizard. So yep. sending them loose would probably have caused more problems. So I kind of understand that Yeah, to an extent.
0: But they did that in Prisoner fudge like hey dementors go find sirius and they sent so many out but yet you know this is also during order of the phoenix so fudge is like worrying about like losing his job as minister because he thinks dumbledore is you know trying to get after his job yada Mm. yada and it's obviously not right
1: no but they're just always going to worry about their position
0: yes because power yes Yeah. So later, the two decided to drink coffee in Madame uh, Putafoot's tea shop, where a number of golden uh, cherubs, which I think cherubs, are yep. cherubs, um, that were hovering over each of the small circular tables, occasionally throwing pink confetti over the occupants. Harry reminded unpleasantly of Dolores Umbridge's uh, office. The tea shop was full of nothing but couples all of them holding hands, including Roger Davis and his girlfriend. Uh, The sight of Roger and his girlfriend made Harry feel uncomfortable at the thought of Cho expecting him to hold her hand. As Davis uh, and his girlfriend kissed over their sugar bowl, Cho looked at them as though setting a standard that she expected Harry to live up to it, causing him to feel more discomfort. It was inside here that Harry's date went nightmarily wrong. And boy, did it did. Like, it went it terrible. Oh, yeah. So bad.
1: <laughs> this is why so dating bad. in
0: high school is so awkward. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so the two soon get into an argument after Harry told Cho that he was going to meet his friend Hermione Granger afterwards and asked if she was wanted to accompany him. Jealousy steaming from misunderstanding. Due to how Harry worded it, Cho tried to gauge Harry's feelings for her. By mentioning that Roger had asked her out but she had turned him down just this just bewildered Harry who was inexperienced with girls which also makes sense because Harry has nothing he, the only girl that he's ever really interacted with is either Hermione or Jenny and that's it
1: this is true and you definitely don't yeah. tell a girl that you're dating that you're going to go see another girl but yeah again dating in high school is hard you just don't mm-hmm. understand
0: yeah <laughs> So, Cho then asked him about Cedric Diggory, her former boyfriend, whose uh, death Harry had witnessed the previous year and grew increasingly upset as Harry refused to talk about it, ending up in tears and leaving Harry confused, and by the whole cafe was watching him. As Harry chased after Cho, she already disappeared from the street and gave up the rainy street. In anger of Cho's attitude, this would be the first step towards the end of their relationship. Which is kind of like, you know... Go go figure.
1: Yeah. Just, just After all the events step. that were happening. Yeah. All the yeah. events pretty much led straight to that.
0: <laughs> and then Harry went up to meet with Hermione. Whom he was surprised to find sitting with Luna Lovegood. And reader Skeeter. Uh, in the three brown Hermione arranged the Skeeter to interview him. And to get the account of Lord Voldemort's return. Out of the public. Since the Ministry of Magic was branding him a liar. Or nutter in the Daily Prophet the interview was subsequently published in the Quibbler. Dolores Umbridge banned it at Hogwarts, which only made it more popular, becoming the best-selling issue of the Quibbler ever. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. And, co- fun thing, so we do see the ban of the Quibbler in Hogwarts in the film, but they g- give you zero context and why. And this is why. Oh. We see Filch hang in the um, whatever issue all the the, all the rules crap that they were having they have yeah. in the great hall and whatnot and one was like banning the quibbler mm-hmm. um and then now we have some behind the scenes so in the film adaptation uh in hogwarts the haploid prince remote Vane gave harry a box of chocolate cauldron spiked with love potion for valentine's day in the novel however she gave it to him before christmas yes so little Ooh. things Ooh.
1: And that completely went awry because poor Ron was the one who actually ended up eating half of those chocolates
0: yep. and then was uh, just
1: yeah. obsessing over <laughs> vein yep. and Harry's just so confused about what is happening and uh, I believe they took him to uh, Horace Slughorn yes. and he realized what was happening and he's all like, yep, I got the antidote and then poor Ron was just horrified acting all gushy because he's a man and he doesn't do that kind of stuff so (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: um which we'll actually get into that in the next part here for love potions but yeah um at this point i think it's a good time to take our mid break real fast all
1: right
0: And welcome to the mid-break of the show, where we talk about everything with the podcast that has nothing to do with the lore of the wizardry world. Uh, I just want to, remind, at this point, remind everybody that we do live stream these episodes every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 uh, seven p.m. Pacific, on Twitch, at my Twitch channel, at Ben of Temeria, on Twitch. I said Twitch, like, three times right there. Um... <laughs> You can also support us by leaving a review or um, give us stars on Spotify and Apple. If you leave a five-star review on Apple with some words, we will read it out loud the next time on the show. Uh, Spotify, you just have to just rate us by stars. There is no way to put words for that. Um, But you can always join us on the Discord, on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, to where we have our channel for Wizard World, we have my other channel for Holocron, and a bunch of other shows on the network, such as Witcher, Dragon Age, Assassin's Creed, Elder Scrolls. Literally, if you can think it, we probably have it at some point on the sh- on the network, or someone's going to make it. That's one of the <laughs> two. We have like 30 plus shows on the network. It's kind of insane.
1: Yes. We also have cool. The Legend of Zelda 1, which I am very active in, and I could talk anybody's ear off about it. But yes, if there's something that you want to know about any kind of lore, I'm sure you're going to find it in that Discord.
0: Yes. Oh, by yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then... um. Oh, and then if you also want to financially support us, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash WizardingWorldAllureCast to where you can have uh, get ad-free episodes, even have a tier to where you can join us on a show once a month at the end of every month about going over a topic of your choice to where it could be, we could just be talking about Hogwarts Legacy the entire time or theories of the films or the books or anything of that source. Um... But yeah, I think that's really it for the mid break. Is there anything that I missed? I don't believe so. Okay. Courier, do you is there anything you need to add or uh I think you got everything. Okay, cool. Well, let's get back into love potions now. Alright, now that we're back from the mid-break, now we are going to go over love potions, which sound good, but are absolutely terrifying.
1: (laughs) They're the worst. (laughs) I don't know if a love potion or a hate potion would be worse. (laughs) Right? Yeah,
0: that's a good question. So, love potions were potions in which caused the drinker to become infatuated or obsessed with the person who gave it to them. Love potions were considered to be powerful and highly dangerous... Automatilla, I think that or Automatinea was the most powerful love potion in existence. Uh, pearl dust was the ingredient found in all love potions. So mm-hmm. get some pearls, oh. grind them up, put them in the cauldron, and with other stuff that we'll go over.
1: Like a rose petal, I think was another one that I saw. I
0: think so. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. That would make a yeah. lot of sense. Uh, and love potions were banned items at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, though students still smuggle them into the school through various means. Yeah. That's that's a fact that people did smuggle them. <laughs> Hence how Hogwarts oh. had some during Harry's and here Where
1: there's a will, there's a way.
0: <laughs> or there's a Weasley. <laughs> or there's a Weasley.
1: Or a very love-struck young lady that wants something.
0: So... Uh, the Rune de Montursi? It's French. Mont,
1: Yeah, it's Montemorensi. Montemorensi. I looked it up because I was like, I don't know how to pronounce that either.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's French. Oh, I'm yeah. not good with French. We we found that out mm-hmm. on the Beaubaton uh episode <laughs> that I am not good with French and I've been saying it's uh Beaubaton, not Beaubaton. I keep saying it like oh. Dumbledore from the films, it's Beaubaton. It, it's it's yeah, French. Um invented the number of different love potions in the eighteen hundreds for her achievements inventing many love potions. Uh, she was immortalized on the chocolate frog card.
1: hmm So you
0: can get one of those. Sure. Uh so this is where it gets terrifying. As Nina was saying in our pre show before we went live, uh this this is definitely where love potions get a little bit more terrifying.
1: Yeah, and I think she made him for a reason because she was, she was a very green person. She had, like, green skin, green eyes. She was human, and I think she just was looking for some affection herself. She couldn't yeah. help it. It was an affliction. And fun fact, she's also Ravenclaw, and so she's just brilliant. Maybe that, a little crazy, but I wouldn't, brilliant. I wouldn't surprise <laughs> me that
0: the, the, the inventor of most potions are, right from, are from House Ravenclaw. I wouldn't be shocked yeah. by that. <laughs> um... So Albus Dumbledore believed that Merope Gaunt used a love potion to tame the affections of Tom Riddle Sr., a wealthy muggle who lived in her village and whom she had infatuated with, as it would seem to be a more romantic method of taming his quote-unquote love, then the also possible method of the Imperius Curse. She then seemed to stop giving to him, and he understandably ran off, leaving her and, and her unborn baby to fend off for, the, for themselves. So, this is directly from Half-Blood Prince from the the book, because this is from the chapter of the House of Gaunt, which I actually just recently uh, listened to on my drive home, because I've been re-listening to all the Harry Potter uh, books, and I completely forgot about that. Um, I always, I completely forgot that Morope used, possibly used a love potion to have a kid with Tom Riddle Sr.,
1: and that is terrifying
0: sure. which i don't <laughs> right think there. i don't think she used the imperius curse because it was implied that she was a squib um which is very rare for the cuz uh the gaunts are descendants directly from salazar Slytherin. Mm-hmm. and it's very it, it's almost like nigh impossible for a squib to show up in the family well it was in- intentionally it was kind of put out there that she was one and that she couldn't use magic well because mm-hmm. the one time we do like see her use magic in the book it ex- like she used it tried to repair like a broken uh bowl or something like that and it just like exploded or shot off or yeah. something like that mm. yeah
1: yeah and if you consider it she would have had to essentially dose him every 24 hours or so depending mm-hmm. on how potent it is so this oh poor no guy yeah is just drinking his tea probably <laughs> tea, his
0: yeah because um, <laughs> love potions as far as we know don't have long lasting effects it's typically 12 to 24 hours so she's like mm-hmm. doping them up on love potion <laughs> on a regular basis for god knows how long <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't
0: blame that man for running it at all. <laughs> oh, God, no. So, uh, love potions were banned at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. for this has not stopped students from making them or even trying to win hearts by their own use. Even Molly Weasley admitted to having brewed a low potion when she was a girl at Hogwarts. And we also get this from Half Blood Prince. She, Molly Weasley, the mother of Fred, George, Ron, Jenny, Percy, and Belle and Charlie there's a lot you try to make she try to b- uh, brew love potion to get arthur's affection which she didn't need to do because she's <laughs> he fell in love with her, her on the normal them? means thank god for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so in uh the 1980, 18, 1989 school year uh emil's dumb mark, plan to be giving uh Barnaby Lee a love potion hidden in a sandwich, however, it made Barnaby infatuated with Jacob's sibling instead indeed, love potions were usually hidden in food or drinks that would n- u- the user would not notice, which the next like this and the next thing I'm about to go over is another thing from Hogwarts mystery, the mobile game, which are these are all from the Valentine's Day like um timed events. Throughout the game that you have mm-hmm. to do. They only give you three days and like 20 hours to do those events. And that's barely almost. That's just enough time to do it if you're trying not to use money. It sucks. Yeah, and you're going to have to be like really paying attention to your phone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, J. Kim at some point gave Alistair f- uh, Fidgen Butterbeer falsely claimed to be love potion during the eighteen. 18- 1989 and 1990 school year at Hogwarts, Jacob sibling and uh, Penny Hayward brewed a love potion in the artifacts room, which they planned to trade for an invisibility cloak with Aster uh, Figgin. Jacob's sibling collected rose thorns from the Herbology classroom, peppermint from the Hogwarts kitchens, and picked up pearl dust and powdered moonstone from a witch at Hogsmeade Station. Jacob sibling, J. Kim, and Tauber Winger uh, then gave Alistair the potion and Nocturnality to exchange for the cloak, which that I believe is part of the main storyline, if I'm not mistaken, because I mean you're five in the game, and I'm trying to get to Nocturne alley. why? because you're trying to be a curse breaker, trying to find your brother, yada, 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 but Nocturne alley is a no go. Don't go there, don't do yeah, it, yeah, no.
1: It's
0: not a safe place. Yeah. And then uh, on Valentine's Day, 1992, good old uh, Lockhart implored his co-workers at Hogwarts to join him in celebrating the occasion, suggesting the students should ask Professor Snape how to prove love potion. Snape did not approve this and, quote unquote, was lurking, looking as though the first person to ask him for a love potion would be force-fed poison. (laughs)
1: he ain't got time for those little shenanigans
0: (laughs) yet no (laughs) no it's a
1: serious matter brewing potions to snape
0: and more the fact i think it might have to do with love and specifically more for the fact that harry was going to hogwarts at this time it was reminding snape of the one person he loved but could not have
1: that's true which also is kind of fun because snape believes that um if uh you use the love potion and have a child of somebody under the effects of it, they would be born with the inability to love, which is essentially why Voldemort couldn't, because he was born Ooh, out of corrupt like, like it was a, forced is a thing.
0: That is a very good thing. Oh, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, I saw theory. that and
1: I thought that was really cool that because Voldemort's birth was being was wrong in, in a way yeah, it was kind of for, uh,
0: it was more forced than it was natural really and yeah, the not in the physical sense but in the mentally sense mental yes sense. in the
1: mental sense so he was born without the ability to love which is why he is the way that he is
0: now that makes a lot of sense actually for his character i never thought about that yeah so, in her fourth year, Pansy Parkinson told Rita Skeeter that she believed Hermione Granger was capable of brewing a love potion and that this was the method she thought Hermione used to win the interest of Victor Crumb and, allegedly, Harry Potter. Skeeter published these false and defamatory claims in which weekly and urged Albus Dumbledore to investigate them further. Obviously, that wasn't the case. She never did that. Because Hermione's <laughs> a stickler for rules, and she... Doesn't go against the rules unless it does with either Umbridge or Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. no one likes Umbridge. No. <laughs> the and she also
1: has it out for Rita Skeeter. She also did not. That like is Rita
0: true Skeeter. in the books, which we oh, don't. And we don't get this in the films again. Like a lot yeah. of good stuff from the books were cut out in the films. Um, in Gump at Fire, we found out Rita Skeeter. Is an animagus, unregistered mm-hmm. animagus. On top of that, who can transfigure into, I think, a fly.
1: It was the fly or a ladybug? I honestly, I couldn't remember. Some sort of bug
0: that yes. she can transfer, or that she can change into. That's how she gets all the scoops and everything, mm-hmm. and how no one noticed her because she wasn't supposed to be at Hogwarts. Correct. And sure. Hermione found out, and by the end of the Goblet of Fire book. You uh, find out in the Hogwarts Express that she found Rita, Rita in as her animagus form, and had her in a freaking jar, yep, and keeping her captive. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I have plans. <laughs> it's like, oh god, it's like she won't ever she's write scary. a bad thing about again. I was like, oh god, don't get on Hermione's so, bad so, side; so. you'll be screwed.
1: No. Yeah, she's scary.
0: So the Weasley's Wizard Wizzes uh, shop began carrying a range of love potions as part of the Wonder Witch line in 1996. When Argus Filch banned all Weasley Wizard Wizzes products from Hogwarts, Fred and George Weasley began shipping love potions disguised as perfumes and cough potions, allowing Hogwarts students to order love potions despite mandatory searches on owls, Hermione Granger overheard girls in the bathroom discussing ways to sink Harry a love potion. Which, yes, that happens
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then oh. Romilda Vane tried to give one to one of the Weasley love potions to Harry by spiking gilly water in a box of chocolate cauldrons, uh having been warned by Hermione, Harry refused the gilly water uh, when Romilda offered it to him and forced her accept the chocolates. Harry kept the unopened box in his room until March of the next year when Ron Weasley found it and mistook it for a birthday gift, ate half of the chocolates. Ron instantly became especially smitten with Moda and had taken taken to horse Slughorn to be given an antidote.
1: Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Is that a good day for Ron
0: (laughs) It was really bad. And like luckily like Harry paid attention because Slughorn was like during that scene in the film and even in the books, he had no idea what was going on. He was like, taking it back. I was like, oh crap, he's trying to, he's dying. I don't know what to do. Like, he was shocked. And Harry was like, mm-hmm. luckily enough to get a Bezor and give it to Ron to where he wouldn't die. Yeah. Because he was given too much love potion.
1: He was poisoned by um, something afterwards that Flughorn had. <laughs>
0: Oh, it that's right! Gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it right. was
1: supposed to be a gift for uh, Dumbledore, and uh, they were celebrating for whatever silly reason. And that's, that's...
0: right. That's it was the wine, mm-hmm. or the whatever wine that he was oh, given. That's right. Mm-hmm. That yep, what poisoned him. The and... was
1: what? Yep. yep.
0: But he, hey, he got cured from both in one go.
1: <laughs> he did, but he did not have a very good night. That is for sure. Oh God, no.
0: <laughs> so. With the ingredients and brewing of love potions, so Ashwinder eggs uh, were common ingredient in mainly varieties of love potions, as were rose thorns, peppermint, and moonstone. Since many of these different types of love potions, therefore there were many types of methods in which you can brew them. Pearl dust was an ingredient in all love potions, and the famous potioner Zeichmunt Budged uh, personally favored rose petals. And funny enough, they say Ashwinder Eggs because if you play Hogwarts Legacy, that is one of the potion ingredients that you can go find out in the world.
1: eggs. Hmm.
0: Oh. Yeah, they're like three little eggs that the Ashwinders lay and whatnot uh, that you can find out in the world that you can use for potions for in-game, which are pretty nice. Oh, cool. Oh, I, I think they're used for... And don't quote me on this. This, is, this, the game stuff is like, I'm like it's just, in my head, I think you use it for Maxima Potion, which helps you increase your damage, I'm pretty sure. I think they might be using one other potion.
1: I think it was just Maxima. I think that was like one of the last things I was doing was, uh, I had to brew a certain potion and use it in battle.
0: Mm-hmm. For, uh, oh, yeah, for the, the assessments.
1: Yeah, for the assessments, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was... I think that's, like, one of them I can't find.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. For those assessments, I literally just went to the potion shop and bought them.
1: That's what I did, too, (laughs) but I ran out of money.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no. That's the other thing. I've seen so many people, like, oh, I have, like, 10K gold in this game. It's like, how do you have that much? I have, like, 3,000 at a time because I'm buying so much crap yeah same like i'm same. at the final broom upgrade for your broom and it's like 75k or not 75k 7500 and i was like okay well i have like 3000 that's not gonna work <laughs> and i still have I another that hurts, so. uh spellcraft to buy from the tomes place uh which is i yeah. think i think it's the hopping pot maybe no maybe um, I can't remember I have one of the, only one thing left from that, but yeah like well the only thing you could sell too, is your um your wardrobe is your garb so
1: yeah. I thought it was weird because I'm like I have all this stuff that I'm not gonna be able to use and I can't even sell it so yep you I can mean, only like right sell now.
0: like you can only sell garb currently and then once you get the um knapsack to get beasts then you can start mm-hmm. selling beasts which is nice. Oh, which is like they're about about uh, 120 gold per beast. And it doesn't matter what beast it is even though the difficulty it's going to be 120 across the board. So, I just farm moon calves and nifflers or whatnot. Don't mm-hmm. go after unicorns and hippogriffs because they're not going to they're going to give you the same amount of money as a moon calf, which is kind of dumb, but
1: That is kind of dumb. I agree. Yeah.
0: Especially at unicorns, they're already rare enough. Yeah but whatever. <laughs> yeah but so the effects of love potions love potions uh intensify um wait what love potions intensively caused the drinker to romantically obsessed over the person who gave the po- gave them the potion however true love could not be produced through artificial means and thus feelings of the love potion created were more than the obsession of affection the effects that the potion would have wear off over time. In order to maintain the potion's effects, the giver must continuously administer doses or else the recipient would fall out of, blood, out, fall out of love quote unquote, with them. A single dose typically lasted up to 24 hours, but the precise duration was the department of the weight of the drinker as well as the attractiveness of the giver. So yeah, up to twenty four hours. But depending mm-hmm. if you're attractive or not, it could be twelve hours or six hours or something like that. So you're constantly like doping them up on love potion, which is <laughs> yeah. not a good thing to do. Don't do that.
1: It sounds uh, so bad. How do even say doping up?
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's what they are doing. I mean, I'm not wrong. It it's exactly
1: right. <laughs> it's just it sounds bad. It does it sound bad. bad. Don't uh, dope people up for affection.
0: Love potions would work regardless of whether the giver uh, is present when the represent consumes them. The longer the re- represent kept the potions or potion spiked items, the more potent the effect would become as love potions matured over time. So they're very much like wine. So make a bunch of batches at first and just let it age. just let it age. Uh, it is possible for the creation of the love potions to go wrong, causing the re- represent to obsess over a person other than the giver. And then there was an antidote to counteract the effects of love potions, but even after it had been given, one would still retain all the embarrassing memories of how one acted under the influence of an administration of love potion. Love potions could cancel the effects of a hate potion and vice versa as they were opposites of each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Don't, 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 have love potions. That's all I'm no. gonna say. Is I'm still trying yeah. to figure
1: out what the purpose of a hate potion would be. Like, why would you want to make somebody
0: right? Hate you? That right? I'm still struggling. Unless you with that like one. you spike it and you're far away, and like someone comes up to them and like they drink it, and then the first person they see they like have intense hatred for or something like that.
1: Yeah, maybe it's like a blind hate, and you could trick people, into getting into bad situations. Would be the only thing, but possibly. Yeah. Oh.
0: So then we have some varieties of love potions. So, Laverne de Montemonce, Monors- gosh, the, the French, uh, in- invented a number of different love potions in the 1800s. Wheezy Wizard Wheezes sold a whole range of love potions in 1996, including Cupid Crystals, kiss- Kissing conco- Concoction, Beguiling bubbles and twilight moonbeams, further suggesting there is more than one kind, possibly each with its own unique effect. And then you have, Automortina, was the strongest love potion in the world. It was recognized by its mother pearl steam, and by aspiring steam that rose from it. The smell of the potion varied from person to person and was dependent upon each individual found appealing which we do get in Half-Blood Prince the book and the film in Slughorn's mm-hmm. first potion class where he actually had some and where in the book it was Lavender Brown or no it might have been Patel that might have spoken out it wasn't her. Hermione got the right question of what potion it was but she would, she didn't spout out what like she smelled compared to the film
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. And then uh, behind the scenes, uh, J.K. Rowling uh, had said that it was important sy- symbolic significance that Voldemort uh, was incapable of love himself was conceived in the art of coercion rather than genuine love. In Harry Potter: Hogwarts Mystery, Snape also claimed that someone rece- uh, conceived under such means will never be capable of love, but would ha- could possibly known about Moropi Riddle in is uh, ambiguous. So, mm-hmm. as we were talking about earlier, yeah, if you're under the effects of a love potion and have a kid, that child's not going to be able to have love. Yeah, that was, was the theory, and it was yeah.
1: it was pretty proven with Voldemort.
0: Yep. And apparently mm. it was proven in the Hogwarts Mystery game, which is the mobile game. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, mobile game, because Just... that mobile game is canon, shockingly.
1: Wow, it's chock full of a bunch of little fun things.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the game mm-hmm. takes place... Seven years, like you start as a fifth year, you go all the way to your seventh, um, mm-hmm. but it takes place the seven years before Harry first attends Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. So you have all the same characters from the films, and but like when you go to school, Charlie Weasley and Bill Weasley are currently in school with you because they haven't graduated yet. And a bunch of other characters like Tonks is oh. in the game as a companion that you can get and a friend and all that. You get to see a lot of characters before, like we see them in the books and the films, which is kind of cool. And then, given how easy the potion can be abused to manipulate others, much like the Imperius Curse, it's unclear why the Ministry did not ban it or why Hogwarts allowed it to be part of the Potions curriculum. Although it is possible that they were taught about it so they could recognize the effects and counter them for their own safety, which Snape implied to be the case in the one of his classes, which makes sense. I mean, obviously they're not going to teach imperio imperio because that's one of the three unforgivable goals like you mm-hmm. don't want you don't want to talk about that unless you're like you met mad Eye moody and dis or barty crouch jr disguises mad eye and teaching them regardless but to be fair they should know essentially what it's doing true maybe teaching them how to true. Do,
1: like perform it that's different
0: that is a good point uh, love Potions are noted to have an expiration date of safe usage as they mature over time. Using the Love Potion after the expiration date amplifies the desired effects, but is unknown if it was also lengthened the time of the effects above 24 hours. And then Hogwarts, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. The player can win a Love Potion necklace in a limited time event. Ooh. But that's what we have on Love Potions is there anything so moral of the don't
1: story s- don't drug people <laughs> yes exactly moral of the story
0: don't use drugs don't drug don't other do- people don't do that stuff yes That's say no idea. just say know. no if anybody oh knows what dares is like, i a, remember
1: oh, they don't have that
0: program anymore it's kind of sad but um no. yeah moral of the story don't don't make love potions don't make people fall in love with you with false means and be nice to people yes that's pretty much that what it is. Mm-hmm. But is there anything else that we need to add to Valentine's or love potions? I
1: don't think I have anything. We covered everything.
0: Courier, do you have anything else to add? Uh, no. No? Okay. That's fair. I'm curious if we'll encounter love potions in Hogwarts Legacy. I have yet to. That'll be interesting. I'm in the winter time, so not like maybe halfway through the game. Maybe, so, like level thirty three and like thirty some <laughs> hours in the game.
1: I found a level thirty quest on accident, so I was exploring. And I was oh, like, is it a oh, spider cool one? Quest. Yes. I
0: yes, like, I, I know. I did that it. too. Uh, yeah. I I did that. I got the, that quest. It's like, oh, cool. I'll do this for you. I got to the. I get to the lair, and the uh, Arachmala is like coming out, and it's like see the health bar, and like then the level and is like level thirty two, and it's like. <laughs> I'm level 25. This is not going to end well for me. Oh, so, God. So, so. Even I'm then, assuming
1: I... it did not end well for you.
0: No, I died. Like, almost die? immediately. Yeah, I died after, like, one or two hits. So yeah. It's like, yep, um, I'm not doing this quest yet. Yeah. And it was just for a wand uh, handle. That's all it was for. Really? Yeah, you only get a wand handle out of that one. But, I mean, you get... you get um. You get a challenge. You get one of your challenges. Like uh, if you defeat infamous foes, is one of the mm. challenges you can do for combat, uh, and that in, that is that can be put one on that tier list that you're on for infamous foes. Sweet. So, I mean, you don't, you also get that out of it to help your challenge book, but that's about it. Hmm. But if we have nothing else to add for the show, I guess we will see everybody next week
1: yes indeed thank you for listening
0: alright and remember the wand chooses the witch or wizard thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net you can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast and you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast@gmail.com. at gmail.com